This week on Transmissions from the Dark Side, it's finally monsters. We cover the intro. We talk about the Feverman. Enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, where we are now watching every episode of Seminal Horrors Anthology. Horrors Anthology? Sure. <laughs> Monsters! Yay! I am Matt Noss. With me at the table are my two best friends in the whole wide world, Jen Hansen and Matt Rose. How are you all doing? Yay. Yay. Oh, it's Monsters, our favorite show. <laughs> it is Monsters, our favorite show. Ooh. Monsters. Candied critters, our favorite. That's a real. Um, that's a real thing. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. welcome to the show. What we do here is we do watch the show, um, which is incredibly difficult to find. Yeah. Uh, just on YouTube right now. Yeah, you but can... it seems like all. Uh, it's also available on DVD, which uh, Matt Rose was kind enough to purchase for me not too long ago. Um, I think you got it at a better price. Cause oh, it, I got it at a, I got it at a much better price than what it's at right now. Because it is at like sixty dollars right yeah, now. Yeah, that is. Oh no, that is bananas. Yeah, I think you got it for like thirty five bucks. I got it for less than that. Look at you. Well, it's good to know what I'm worth. Uh no. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, man. I love it. I love it. I love you. No, don't shake your head at me. All right, let's keep going with the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. We've taken a little break uh since all the stars are out tonight, Matt. It's not the transmission. Well <laughs> we've taken a little bake uh bake. We've taken a little wake and bake. 420 <laughs> time here in Michigan. It's legal, baby. Woo! <laughs> puff puff pass, am I right? Who's on the juice? Oh, I am so <laughs> marijuana high right now. Oh, oh my god. I had one of those jazz, jazz cigarettes. cigarettes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I sploofed a boof and I am loose as a goose. I heard this girl had one marijuana cigarette and she went insane and ate her baby. <laughs> That's how it works. Yeah. That is how it works. Uh, but this is how this show works. Uh, we watched the first episode of the first season of Monsters, which was called Fever Man. Um, based on title alone, we guess what the episode is about and this is what we referred to as the dark side guess. Uh, so I will go first on my dark side guess, which is Dave Beckbrew is always sick. It's always sick. Or six. Sure, plural. So he enters a clinic to hopefully turn his fortune around and heal his body. But there is a price, and it will be the clinic's unorthodox leader, the fever man, who, who cures him, but will it cost more than Dave is willing to give? Ooh, mm. that's a good one. Jen? The Fever Man. Denny Terrio, king of dance fever, <laughs> is in a race against time when he finds his platform shoes have been possessed by the devil, but he still needs to take home solid gold in the big dance contents. There we go. Yeah. I was I was thinking of going in that direction, um, but I I just couldn't come up with anything. Um, so I like yours better. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, like, I like yours better than my no idea. <laughs> I, I like your no idea, whatever it is. I'd um, like to hear it. Fever Man. Joseph Heller was the best infectious disease specialist in the big city until one fateful camping trip where he was bitten by a mysterious creature. Now he must race to find what the creature was before the disease coursing through his body kills him or turns him into something terrifying. What are you talking about? I'd watch that. I'd watch the shit out of that. Do it. Do it. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, none of these were 100% correct. So, Jen, hit us up with the sweet deets about Feverman. All right. Well, here are some sweet deets about Feverman. The Feverman aired on October 22nd, 1988. Here is the description. When a gentleman's doctor, gentleman's doctor is in, uh, is in like title caps, like it's a, a name. A gentleman's doctor is unable to heal a man's daughter. The desperate father goes to the Feverman. David McCallum. 
The Feverman is a local healer who literally fights illness. The doctor, angry at the father's belief in superstition, tries to expose the Feverman as a fraud, but not only learns the truth, but also that there is a price to pay for faith. Directed by Michael Gornick, later a producer on the show. Written by Benjamin Carr as Neil Marshall Stevens. Whoa. Uh, as uh, just said, uh, this episode was directed by Michael Gornick. Uh, we knew Michael Gornick from uh, Tales from the Dark Side. He many was also, episodes. Yes, many episodes. And, yeah. uh, yep, cinematographer on Creepshow, Day of the Dead. He worked on Dawn. He worked on Martin. Creepshow 2. Uh, Creepshow 2. Um, he directed uh, the episode Slippage, Word Processor of the Gods, Devil's Advocate, and The Circus. Uh, writer Neil Marshall Stevens, or uh, IRL Benjamin Carr, uh, wrote 13 Ghosts, wrote Re- Retro Puppet Master, uh, a bunch of cheesy horror movies, like a ton of cheesy horror movies. I got to look up some of these names. Were these like Charles Band movies? Like, uh, Well, if it was Puppet Master, I guess it would have been Band. It, At least I think those were band movies. Uh, it was... Let me look here. Uh, the Killer. Uh, he, he's written 42 movies. Holy crap. Uh, Frankenstein and the Werewolf. Reborn. Hellraiser. Deader. <laughs> Tomb of Terror. Train Quest. Slideshow. Witch House. Ragdoll. I like Train Quest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Will Pl- it go off the rails? <laughs> Planet Patrol. Totem, the killer eye, phantom town, murder cycle. Ooh. The werewolf reborn, Frankenstein reborn, talisman, clockmaker, craw, the sea monster. Oh. Was that an MST3K? It might have been. It might have been. Uh, oh, God, that's a 1998 movie. That's not like a 58 movie. Craw. Craw, the sea monster. Curse of the puppet master, shrieker, Johnny Misto, boy, window, boy. <laughs> Boy, boy wizard, <laughs> oh. not boy wizard. <laughs> it's what sad was, for a bunch of reasons. <laughs> what was his name again? Johnny Misto. Oh, Johnny Misto, boy widow. M M Y S T O or M I S T O? M Y S T O. Yeah. He, oh, he married at such a young he age. He married so young. <laughs> he married young and lost even younger. Why did he marry the old crone? Oh. Deformed monsters, hideous mystery monsters. It's like if you just took the names it of different horror movies and just jumbled them all up in a bucket. It's a horror adjective jar. It is filled with a monster <laughs> j- and next to a monster jar. Yeah, Zachor the Invader. Um, so that's what uh, Neil Marshall Stevens did. One more time, Neil Marshall Stevens. <laughs> The people called it ragtime. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Neil Marshall <laughs> Stevens. Uh, John C. Uh, Venema or Venema uh, played Timothy Mason. He was uh, in Die Hard with a Vengeance. He was in Basketball Diaries. Boyle, uh, the Feverman, was played by David McCallum. David McCallum is famous for uh, starring in The Man from Uncle. He was in The Great Escape. He now does a lot of uh, VO for video games like Diablo and Diablo 2. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, Abby Lewis played is just listed as playing Crone. Oh, that's not nice. She was like a door lady, or she was like, right. a, yeah. The assistant door. to the fever. Yeah, man. the assistant. You could tell it was a different time. Uh, she was a soap actress uh, a long time ago, uh, and then was in an episode of MathNet and Square One Television. Square One. Patrick Gardner played Dr. Burke. He was in In and Out, Law and Order. He was also in MathNet and Square One. Square <laughs> One. Uh, the girl, uh, the young daughter, was played by Michelle Gornick, uh, who I'm assuming has got to be Michael Gornick's daughter. Probably. Yeah. Because how many Gornicks, you know. Does it take to screw right. in a light bulb? <laughs> One to be a Feverman. <laughs> and two to be Gornick. <laughs> yes. Uh, and Katie Deerlam played the Fever Monster. Uh, she did not have a lot of credits. Um, most of the ones she had had derogatory names like Fat Woman and Fat Lady. Um, she is uh, was known for being a longtime member of the National Association for the Advancement of Fat Acceptance and an outspoken advocate of size acceptance issues. Look at her. Yeah. Um, so, 
normally this man is where lives. I'm not saying it though. Jen would say man lives. Yeah. But that was for that was for Tales from the Dark Side. Monsters has a new intro. And damned if we're not going to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, we, we really have to. I think uh, I think we, we just play this for the audience, and then we let's do a careful examination. So this is 45 seconds. This is the theme and kind intro. of intro interstitial of Monsters. There must be something on. Oh, wow! Candy Critters! Oh! Oh, great! It's Monsters, our favorite show. It's starting. <laughs> now, so it did miss... Probably my favorite thing, which the is the, wah, 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 the wah, sting wah, wah, at the end. A little sting, yeah. a little. Let's see if I can find uh, yeah. just that that sweet sting. Here we go. Oh! Oh, great! It's monsters, our favorite show. It's starting. All right. I also like that it starts with the door to the monsters swinging open, which you can hear very clearly. At the, end. <laughs> yeah. the door to the monsters swings wide open. So the big push for the series monsters is that every episode would contain a monster, a monster, a monster which is a lot more than Tales from the Dark Side could say. For sure. But I think we both, we both, both of us, we both that, all, is you, yes. that is you and me, the independent agent. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the royal both. <laughs> I think we can all agree that Tales from the Dark Side has the far superior intro. It, it uh, they're this very would not different. Have, this would have not scared me as a kid, whereas the Tales from the Dark Side intro, I remember scaring me. When yes, I was a kid. I, the Tales from the Dark Side intro was scary. This is more this is goofy as fuck. This is yeah. goofy. But I loved this. I was, and I think we've talked about this before, I think I liked Monsters a little bit better than I liked Tales from the Dark Side because Monsters, you were guaranteed a monster, whereas mm -hmm. Tales, you could be getting a word processor of the gods. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just talking about the intro right now, yeah. though. Yeah. The. But I think knowing what the show was colored my... My feelings true enough, about the, true enough. the intro. Though I always expected a monster or ghost or some kind of thing in Tales. Yeah. But I didn't watch it as much because I was... I was less scared of monsters because of the intro. Okay. Where I, I think the, uh, the, the intro just built it up too much for me and I was expecting it to be, you know, far scarier than it actually was. Okay, so the way that I land on it is kind of similar to Matt, where the Tales intro always scared me, mm -hmm. and the monsters, uh, the monsters intro always was like, okay, <laughs> it was never like. But I will say both songs have the ability to get stuck in my head for sure. Yeah, the the Tales song and the monster song. In fact, I think that the monster song is by far the catchier song. I would agree. I also think that um, after the seriousness of uh, the the tales intro, it's almost like monsters goes back to the like the comic book era. Like it's almost a little comic booky in this this portrayal of this uh, this family, and I like that it's dropping us into sort of like the dark side is a different world. It's this is you're in the world of monsters. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's monsters watching. So let's talk about this family. 
Yeah. yeah, let's let's talk about this family. All right. The the forty five Dad is a potato crab. Let's yeah. get that out of the way. <laughs> what is he? Well, like the mom is a horned cyclops. Yes. Mm-hmm. The daughter is a horned cyclops. Yeah. yeah. So Jen and I were talking about this while you were while you were upstairs uh, uh putting Rosemary to bed. And I was I was saying, like, are we sure that that is the father? Like maybe he's like the stepfather or something. Because yeah, because she don't the daughter have no looks, crab claws. Yeah, I'm surprised that they didn't give her crab claws or something to show. But this is a more modern show, so it could be showing that yeah, this is just a stepdad. Or why weren't there two children there? Yeah. Um, one, why wasn't there a little boy? A, a boy or, that was yeah. a potato crab. Um, yeah, all boys become potato yeah. crabs, and all, all girls, girls become, become horned cyclopses. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I don't know what, but it's still a very fifties uh, sort of uh, right. Like, uh, yes, that's the conceit. Yeah, is that you're just going to be watching a wholesome show? Here's a neighborhood, any town, yes. USA. Yeah, but wait a minute, is that a potato? Crab? Is that a potato crab? Reading frustrated the with the monster newspaper, yeah, throws it in the air. This is Monsters Inc. Thirty years before Monsters Inc. Yeah. 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 They are making a living. This potato crap dad goes to the office. Yeah. Nobody likes or respects him. Right. He's just trying to get through until he can get home, read the newspaper, and then Loosen he finds tie. And then he finds out that what does he find out in the newspaper? Oh, that monster taxes are going up. <laughs> that monster taxes are going up. He throws the paper. He's had it. His wife brings in food. That you know, she's just like, oh, well, I went to the monster store. I picked up some garbage, <laughs> and then her daughter looks at it and is like, oh, crispy critters, and then candied critters, candy critters, and then Matt and I added a line that is just our own, my oh. favorite, my favorite, which is a real like. It feels man- like she says that though. It's a I, real it's Mandela a real effect. Berenstein Bears. <laughs> yeah. Uh, agreed. Yeah. Uh. Do you think they had dinner in the other room, then retired to the TV room and... For family hour? For family hour. Right. And then candied critters are dessert that mom wheels out. I believe I so. Think that that is, I think that that is the most likely So they're scenario. not just eating a meal of candied critters. My concern was this girl was only having candied critters for dessert <laughs> or for dinner and that that wasn't healthy. It's going to get monster it's diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't have that on my conscience because I'm going to watch her eat these damn things 76 times. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I got the sugar claws. (laughs) Damn. Doctor said my claws going to get amputated. I'm going to lose a, I'm going to lose a gripper. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I no longer have filters on my claws. Um, There is, a feeling of nostalgia that I get when I watch monsters mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that tales didn't have for me, mm-hmm. you know, because I feel like monsters was of the time a little bit more mm-hmm. when yeah. I was watching it. Whereas like, there's no way I would have watched tales from the dark side when it originally aired. Yeah. I only caught it in the reruns, but monsters was the fresher show yeah. just chronologically. It was, it was a later, yeah. you yeah. know, this started, is started October yeah. 88. Yeah. You know, so here we are. It's 1988. Things are awesome. <laughs> you know, this intro told me we were going to have fun. This is an intro that would make my parents or whoever roll their eyes and leave the room. <laughs> and I would know that this is this is totally my dad going, you know, watch this shit. Yes. Yes. A thousand percent. <laughs> yeah. This, and then my dad I, would throw the paper. I guess I'm just going <laughs> to go somewhere else and pee. <laughs> Sad. Um. This is why we had a basement in, or this is why we had a TV in the basement, is because if I tried to watch that upstairs, my dad would have none of it and say, I'm not watching that. Yeah, there's no no way my dad would watch that. There's no way to this day your dad has seen more than 30 seconds of monsters. Oh, I wouldn't even go with 30 seconds. I'm sure my parents have never seen this. Yeah, I don't know what this is. Yeah, he would be flipping through and go, what the hell is that? And then keep going. You mean the one with the dinosaurs? No, that's dinosaurs. (laughs) Not the mama? (laughs) Baby Sinclair, right? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) All right. Well, have some crispy critters. 
candy. They're candy, candy. Matt. Sorry, yeah. my Mandela effect on this is yeah. insane. I mean, because if you were worried about this child only eating candied critters, I can't imagine that crispy critters would be any better for her because they'd be fried. Like, 100%, they would be fried. Yeah, and it still feels of, like it's like a dinner meal, though. Like, it still feels like she's having, like, chicken tenders or something. <laughs> like, I, I'd be nervous about her always having chi- having chicken tenders for dinner, but, like, yeah. just having a frog dipped in red. <laughs> it reminds me of when... Uh, uh, Mr. Van Houten is going to the PTA and he's talking about how he doesn't like the thought of Milhouse having a spaghetti lunch and then coming home and having, <laughs> having a spaghetti, spaghetti dinner. dinner. Yes. <laughs> what we're going to try, instead of reciting the poem that is Tales from the Dark Side, mm-hmm. this first our first idea for introduction to the show is to recreate the intro. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, so I think we should decide that we're just going to try to do it straight. Okay. This time. So who's going to be who? I'm going to be the dad. Okay. I'll be mom. I'll be the kid. Okay. I will screw up my line. I will too. Oh, I'm going to, it's going to be hard for me to get to the right grunts, it, to do it right. And I only have to grunt twice. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, great. Let's, we're all coming. Let's give it a shot. <laughs> Right, see a pan of the city. It's coming in. We're in the we're in the family room. Ugh. Honey, it's family hour. There must be something on. Ah, candy critters. Monsters are, fa- but you grow first. <laughs> The door from the monster swings <laughs> wide open. Matt and I are both pointing at each yeah. other, like, "No, it's you, stupid." I, I, <laughs> thought, I thought that it, I thought that it. Was, she goes, um, "Candy oh, critters, monsters." Uh, and then I go, says, "Ooh, no!" Because you land on it first. Because you land, oh. you get it to it, and you're like, "Ah," but you're not like, "Ah," because that's that's uh, the penguin. That's a penguin. <laughs> no worries, guys. I mean, let's just uh, try this again. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> All right, so it's just a cityscape. <laughs> and it's just a camera zooming in. And now we're in a living room. Ugh. Honey, it's family hour. There must be something on. Candied critters! My favorite internal. <laughs> Ooh! Oh, it's Monsters, our favorite show. Let's watch it! <laughs> <laughs> That, that is not covered by <laughs> We've listened to it six times now. Oh. It's, shh, it's starting. Just, just what did you say? Let's watch, watch it. <laughs> Jen and I have heard this at least 15 <laughs> times in the past hour. Let's watch it. <laughs> Oh, TV good. You like show? Oh, is show all like? No problem, guys. We'll just one more time. <laughs> got it. Okay. All right. Shh, it's starting. I got it. Okay. Bullshit about the city. <laughs> all right. Now it's the internal. And we're inside the family room. Ugh. Honey, it's family hour. There must be something on. Candied critters. Ooh. Oh, it's monsters. It's our favorite show. Shh, it's starting. <laughs> Let's watch it. <laughs> the door from the monsters swings wide open. It's a foyer, a foyer, a foyer with a homely crone. <laughs> Uh, this is already giving us, we're going from um, uh, the haunted exposition dump being on a phone to this is uh, this is haunted uh, entryway exposition dump. My first notes are, oh, God, we're in it now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I, I was I was like, yep, they wasted no time bringing me back to that classic anthology horror feeling. You know the um the Simpsons when uh Bart's it's the uh uh treehouse of horror with bart's twin and they they let hugo bart's twin loose Mm -hmm. in the house and they're all hiding in the closet or they're all hiding and there's like you see three vases and it's like well we got to get out of here i can't breathe and then they all come out of there it just reminded me of that i don't know why well they're behind a frosted glass door yeah they've wrapped tap tapped the old woman is coming but while that's happening there is a fucking bomb of exposition being dropped so hard Right off the bat, this looks better than Tails. Oh, it's cleaner. It's actually at a location. Yeah. This wasn't, it was a bottle episode, but it was, there were locations. There were, yeah, yeah there were a couple of locations. More than one room in this house. And even though the script still felt like it was a stage play, mm-hmm. um, it at least looked like it made sense. What were some of the things that you caught? from that exposition dump because it was coming so hot and heavy I could barely take notes. Yeah, I um I tried to take notes and I had to go back a bunch of times and I was like, "Eh, it's not worth it." So, this guy has a daughter who has a fever. Yes. And they they went through every bad area in town just to find this place. Uh there's there's two guys and the daughter in this waiting room. Um and the the other guy is what I believe we've called someone in the past skeptic, skeptic, skeptic. Yes. yes. Uh, we find out he is the the doctor who apparently just keeps hanging around. Uh, he did not want uh, this guy bringing his daughter, uh, did not want Timothy Mason bringing his daughter to this fever man thinks the whole thing is bullshit. She should be in a hospital. Uh, Timothy Mason's wife has already died of this fever. Mm-hmm. Uh, medicine did nothing, so now he's trying uh, the black arts. Right. Now, exactly. Like, when when modern medicine fails, yeah. we must go back to the old ways. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right. Why do we keep vaccinating? <laughs> Finally, something I can relate to on this <laughs> podcast about a horror television show. <laughs> um, we uh, we move from that exposition dump about a sick sick daughter and the fever man being at this house who can cure her to what I like to call bribing old ladies. <laughs> <laughs> so she opens the go- the door and uh, she's like, "You got to pay first. So let's see the money." And the guy's like, "Well, I I, I don't I don't have." Like all of the money, can you just get rid of like most of the fever? Right. She is starting to shut the door in his face. Yeah. So he takes out his wedding ring, and I think she bit the wedding ring. Did she not? She had it to be like, hmm. Yeah. If she bit it, I wouldn't be surprised. They had to do that back in the day because a lot of gold was just chocolate wrapped in foil. (laughs) That was the only way to tell. Right. I mean, everybody got geld for Christmas. Um, so she's, she's not biting, um, on the wedding ring, which to me is funny because the wedding ring is gold and she's like, still not enough money. And then he offers her a silver crucifix and she's like, well, okay, that'll be fine. Like, are we in some alternate dimension where silver's worth more than gold? No, I think she wanted to make sure she got everything he had. Oh, oh. And he led with gold and then he has silver. So he doesn't, we're not going to take bronze here. I would have preferred that she ended up taking all his clothes and he was just wearing a barrel <laughs> with suspenders. Barrel and sock garters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when was this set? Uh, I was thinking that this was probably set uh, either Victorian or slightly after Victorian. I era. was thinking, yeah, I was thinking like 1890s. Okay. Yep. That, that is much as much thought as I gave just, it. Just going by the way they were dressed and like the style of glasses and yeah. stuff, uh, right. I was thinking that that okay. was... We find out that the doctor's name is, is Dr. Kirk. We find out that the, the gentleman with the sick daughter, he's Mr. Timothy Mason, Mason. And they're there to see the fever man, Mr. Boyle. Mm-hmm. Get it? S- yeah. Boyle, Not fever. on the nose at all. So can we talk about 
the fever man's entrance. Oh, I would love to. <laughs> because I wrote down, who's this tall drink of sexy? <laughs> I wrote that he walked <laughs> that he walked down the stairs like Keith Richards impersonating you, Hefner. <laughs> I wrote down, Bill Pullman stars in Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> a lovely night. Oh, look, a piano. <laughs> wow. He is chewing up the scenery. All eyes on him. He is perfect. Mm-hmm. He really is great yeah. in this role. He plays it really well. And he's like, yeah, get the fever tr- crystals. I'll fight the fever. We're all good. Yeah. It's like, he's like, I'm going to say some malarkey bullshit. It's all good. Yeah, going to have I, a few drinks. A, a few. Yeah. He's drinking scotch whiskey the whole episode. The yeah. the <laughs> finest whiskey, I believe, is what he said. And then he <laughs> then he said something about how, you know, you've got you've to pamper yourself once in a while. Yeah. This, this setup is really to get Dr. Burke up on his haunches. Yeah. He was concerned to begin with. Mm-hmm. Now he's looking at Arthur with crystals. Yeah. So I, I did have a question for you guys of where exactly did this take place? Because no one has the same accent yeah, that's from true. scene to scene, let alone each character being from the same city. Like the Fever Man's accent kind of just went all over the place. Doctor Boyle, Doctor Yeah, yeah, but like, if he took on a patois halfway through, it wouldn't be a yep. shock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just I wanted was to play name that. Was this America or was this England? Yeah, that's that's the thing is we really have no idea. Yeah. I thought it was America. Okay. I thought that it was probably like London or something. I was but thinking they, London too, but no one else had an accent, so I guess Well, but it it was weird because it sounded like everyone was trying and failing to have an accent. Yeah, there was a little like the the crone at the door had a little something. Hello, governor. Yes, that's what it was. <laughs> just a slight whisper of a <laughs> just a just a hint of an accent. Hello, hello, hello. Who we needs watched, the chimney swept? <laughs> we watched uh, last night a documentary about Queen. And they were interviewing, uh, they kept cutting in the interviews to one of their promoters. Um, And the guy's accent was so thick and so bizarre that we had to put on the subtitles. So I was like, (laughs) I'm getting 40% of what this dude is saying. Mm. And then still, it would just say in the subtitles, unintelligible, several (laughs) times. And it was a delight. Cut back. Um, So he tells him what he's going to do. He lays it down. He's going to fight the fever. He's going to fight the fever. Fight the fever that be. Do they go downstairs at this point? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think think they Yeah, because I think what happens is the fever man has to do this alone. Yeah, so he asks asks, uh, Papa to bring bring the daughter downstairs. And we enter a a part of a scene that I call Horn Dog in the Crystals. (laughs) (laughs) Because this guy can't wait to touch this girl with some crystals. Yeah, it was a little weirdly. Uh... There is a there is a moment later that was very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Oh, where he was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where know, he was given the instructions yeah. of what to do. Yes, I don't think they've gone down to the basement yet. Okay, because uh, th- they didn't go down to the basement until Act Two, and we're still in Act One. Okay, well, we're almost at the end of Act One. What's what's left in this act? Not much. Um. Yeah. He. I. I think that like he brings the crystal out or whatever and says that he's going to call out the sickness and then it. Then and that's then act one. Of. It was. It was a weird act yes. break. It didn't. It, like. Um. I think there was an episode in like season three of Tales where we weren't really sure where the act break was in a couple episodes. Mm. Yeah. Um. I don't think it was Geese and Stacks, but it was. It was something around that time where we were like. Wait, where? Yeah, was that the outbreak? Yeah. Well, they kind of set up that uh, he's got to take her downstairs, and then uh, we'll just call that the act break. Yeah, and we'll be back for more transmissions from the dark side after this. Earth wasn't created in seven days. 
There are some things man will never improve on. Don't take what you're given. Why can't we be cleaner? We're hungry for something different. It's time to go downstairs and talk a little shop with with, with, the, with Dr. with Dr. Johnny Fever. <laughs> he is pretty nonchalant about everything. Mm-hmm. He goes uh that's Mr. Boyle, the feverman. He goes to Dr. Burke, he's like, charge high. Live high. <laughs> yeah, Four, what is it? Charge high. 420 all day. Yeah. <laughs> it is Rest um, when you dead. God, where is it? I know I wrote it down because I thought it was important to write it down. I can't find it now. Charge high, live high. Oh, yeah, charge high, pay high, and you'll die content. That's what he said. What does pay high mean? Uh, b- Buy expensive things. Oh, okay. All right. I At don't know. That's, I'm poor. That's the way that I that's the way I that think I you're right it. because he had the most expensive whiskey. Yes. And, His and that whiskey. robe. His whiskey. Yeah, that, that robe, robe ain't nothing fancy. to sneeze at. But underneath that was the garments of a modern-day Indiana Jones. <laughs> he was. Yeah, what? He was ready to explore a cave um, or battle a virus. Why didn't the fever man have like a sword or a knife? or? Well, I was wondering that myself. It's great that you ask because it's time to play America's favorite game. Why didn't the fever man? <laughs> <laughs> Why did the fever man cross the road? Uh, ring, ring. Hello. <laughs> You're on Feverman Talk. Hi. Uh, I just watched the episode of the Feverman, and uh, this Feverman guy, he just got a good good old beaten by, I'm going to say, a great big stinking grandmother of a fever. Uh, and it looked like he was just kind of taking it. Yeah, that's the, that's the Feverman's way. Uh, what did the crystal do exactly? Did the crystal kill the fever? Great question. Let's get to it, but in a few minutes. Okay. All right. I'll take my question off the air. Uh, ring, ring. Hello. You're on Feverman Talk. So I, I was I was also watching the Feverman episode. Congratulations. It's a th- great thank episode. You. Thank and you. And so glad you did because you're well, the f- that's the first time I've had <laughs> back-to-back phone calls in years. Go ahead. Hello. Hello. Uh, uh, hello. Go ahead. So when I was watching it and I saw him fight the sickness... Mm-hmm. Is that what cells look like? They look like little King Kong Bundies? No more questions. Um, <laughs> ring, ring? Ring, ring. Hello, you're on Feverman Talk. Yeah, I was watching this program. I don't remember what it was called, but there was this great big old sickness in it. And it just looked like a white turd just sort of just sort of beefing around. <laughs> Now, quick question. When you say beefing, do you mean farting? Or do you mean like, kind of like if I, you, I put myself in a Mayor McCheese outfit, I wouldn't be able to see, so i just kind of be beefing around. I guess it's a little bit of both, right? Because it does look like a big white turd, but also it's just kind of like beefing around. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I'm with you there. I mean... I guess it was more of a comment, really. Anyway, I'm turning into dust now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Well, these were great Feverman questions. I mean, what can't the Feverman do? So let's answer the first question about the crystals. The crystals draw the sickness out of the body and form the sickness into a humanoid blobbish shape. Okay, but the crystals do nothing to fight it. It just 
Correct. Pulls it out. It is yeah. just for the extraction of the virus. So then why doesn't he have some tools? At one point, doesn't um, doesn't Doctor uh, Doctor Burke say something about like I'll get a gun? Or, well, yeah, 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 yeah. And and he he just dismisses that idea as just preposterous. Yeah. What I believe it is is the crystals draw it out of the body. Okay. And once the fever man bests it in hand to hand combat, like Captain then, Kirk, right? Yes. And that lizard monster. Yeah. Um, once he bests it in hand-to-hand combat, it dematerializes and gets drawn into the crystal. Okay. That is my guess. Okay. But we got a little bit ahead of ourselves. Okay. That's all right. Because, because the reason this is all happening is because they have her in the, in the basement He's about to be Horn Dog in the Crystals with her. Yep. They he Plus, wasn't Horn Dog in the Crystals the sequel to Romancing the Stone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was. God, Danny DeVito is hilarious. In the Horn Dog in the Crystals. <laughs> oh God, I lost my Langostino. <laughs> is there anything he can't do? Ah. Uh. Um, <laughs> she's in the basement. He's she, Danny DeVito is about to Horn Dog the Crystals. Yep. Um, the Dr. Burke is like, do you uh, give the money back if you fail? And uh, the the feverman does not like this line of inquiry. He's like, yeah. if I fail, I die, motherfucker. Yeah. I'm about to go toe-to-toe, mano-he-mano with this great, big, stinking old infection. So uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to get back to it. Oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, hey, Johnny, science doctor... What do you do if your patients die? Do you give the money back? Oh, you don't? How about you eat a million piles of shit then and let me do my job? <laughs> I'm a feverman, damn I'm it. a feverman. My father was a feverman. My mother was a fever woman. We are uh, from a long line of fever, fever people. people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, so you're a fancy doctor. Watch. I'm going to talk Latin too. Vox Clementis and Deserto. Did you look that up? Yes. What it means it? a voice in the wilderness. Or a voice calling out in the wilderness. Oh. The feverman. Now, the doctor and Timothy Mason are upstairs. The feverman's alone with the daughter. I do want to point one thing out. When the doctor is pouring himself a scotch, he asks the doctor if he wants a drink. Mm-hmm. And then I counted... The doctor does not answer him for 17 seconds. There's he just says, 17 seconds of dead space. No. <laughs> he says, hey, doc, you want a drink too? And the doctor just stares at him while other things are going on. And then he he finally pours him a glass and he hands it to him. And the doctor goes, no, no, no. <laughs> That's not how questions work, sir. Yeah. <laughs> you could have just told him. No, when he asked, and he wouldn't have poured you a glass. It was the only way he could stick it to him. <laughs> he was just being a rude house guest. <laughs> well, Mr. Boyle's in the basement, Xana doing it up, because <laughs> it is so much white light and gauze down there. Oh, it is very Stevie Nicks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is Stevie Nicks' bedroom down yeah. there. These dreams are about pulling a big old sickness out of a body. A big... Fucking honking smell granny of a cold. Did you write down? So, did you write down what this uh, this disease looked like? I didn't because it looked exactly like a disease, or not a disease. It looked like a monster from Buffy that was. Um, it was some sort of creature that ate babies. Do you remember that one? And it was in like, Mm. it was underground and there were um, like minions that were stealing these babies. It was the band candy episode. Um, And so it was making all the parents, uh, making all the parents act like teenagers so nobody would pay attention at the hospital and they could get all the babies and bring Mm. the babies to this big monster that would eat them. I don't remember Unless it was the snake one and I'm thinking of, I'm mixing up my buffies. I could be. I don't know. Well, I wrote down Blob Nelson. (laughs) I wrote down Barnacle King Kong Bundy. (laughs) (laughs) 
Hi, I'm Blob, N- I'm Blob Nelson. <laughs> Horrible disease. <laughs> Here's my card. Here's my card. Also, don't get anything on me on you. Well, uh, the act and... Why do you think they made the fever look like this? Uh, I couldn't tell you. So it was just sort of like a diseased, horrible humanoid version of the the Goodyear tire guy. Uh, the Michelin <laughs> Man? The Michelin Man, yeah, yeah. I felt like it was a representation of mucus. Okay. Hmm. Like, like, a, like when you look at those Mucinex commercials. Yeah. yeah. That's what I... It's just like phlegmy i'm just surprised it wasn't like some sort of like flaming costume or you know something that looked like it was radiating heat and fire and sickness well slow down do you do you remember the show (laughs) and the budget constraints (laughs) i'm surprised it wasn't a guy in annoyed costume A guy in a unitard with a flame on it yeah just a hand-drawn flame yeah I'm the Feverman. I'm the Feverman. <laughs> it's that it's that recent uh, Saturday Night Live sketch with Beck Bennett hiding from Jason Momoa. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See if you can find me. <laughs> I'm the Feverman. <laughs> I'm gonna get that little guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, the act ends with um, Mr. Boyle fighting. This the sickness, yeah. Ooh, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> and <laughs> we will be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. This makes you cough. It can be a long night. I love coming to the Coffee Cabana. Let's dance. Ooh, they're playing our song. Hackers delight. <coughs> Maximum strength Mucinex DM breaks up mucus and quiets coughing. Songs <coughs> over. And only maximum strength Mucinex DM gets rid of mucus and quiets coughing for 12 hours. 12 hours? Mucinex in, mucus out. You got a Copacabana joke and a Rapper's, Rapper's Delight, Delight joke, joke in there. Hmm. Oh, those rapper, those riders were high-fiving themselves. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I have a, I have this Copacabana idea. I have this Rapper's Delight idea. Hey, you got your Rapper's Delight in my Copacabana. Hi, I'm Mr. Mucinex. <laughs> Here's a bag full of money. <laughs> and we're back. Um, it seems Dr. Burke couldn't help himself. He had to burst down there and see what was going on. Yeah. And uh, it turns out that it uh, basically looks like he's walking in on a weird porno. Yes. It, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, are they fucking or fighting? I don't, either way, I'm going to jerk off until they're done. <laughs> or until you're done. Right, until yeah. I'm done. Uh, Mr. Boyle sees them, and he is pissed. He's like, no! No! I gotta! And you then, can't look! Right! And then the fever bests Mr. Boyle and then goes right back into the dog. And puts well, him like he, in the sleeper or he, something. He crushes yeah. him against a post... And I'm pretty sure you hear like a crunching noise or yeah. something. Uh, and Boyle puts the thing back in a crystal, and uh, the girl screams, and the doc, uh, <laughs> the doc says that he's gonna stay down there now. Well, and Mr. Boyle forces the doc to stay down oh, there. Oh, right, right, right. Um, and this is where the doc, when the two of them were arguing. Um, the fever man says, it's a fact. <laughs> Do you mean fact, Matt? Nope. I mean fact. Oh, it's a fact? It's a fact. It's a facko. It's a f- fackinelli. <laughs> Machiavelli. It's me. I'm going to get that little guy. This, <laughs> this is a very bizarre, ham-handed piece of writing here. Yeah. Yeah. Because now our feverman, Mr. Boyle, is dying. And he puts the blame firmly on the doctor for interfering and causing this whole ceremony, but this whole ritual to go do? awry. What was he going to do? What was, what was the feverman going to do that he Dr. Boyle to, interrupted? He was going to beat this thing and get it 
to stay in the crystal or yeah, whatever. Yeah, but why didn't he just keep fighting him? Why didn't he just ignore him? He got distracted, Royal? and that's when this thing busted. put the whammy on him. If he was a better feverman, I don't want to, like, I just, it seems he like. He was you, drunk. You would, you would. <laughs> I guess that's true. You would think, though, that this guy would at least, like, I don't this know. This is not his first fever to, rodeo. Yeah. You, you, would, you would think that this guy would at least, like, go to a boxing place. Yeah. And, like, learn to be a better fighter instead of just kind of sweatily pawing at this thing. So okay. far, the only skills of the feverman that I can tell are owning a crystal. And and like a pretty strong liver. Let's let's yeah. not discount that part. Okay, guys. I think you're selling feverman short. <laughs> they have the crystals, but then they know how to use the crystal to draw. Matt? Yeah. Are, are you a feverman? I have to leave. <laughs> Matt, you have to tell us if you're a feverman. Yeah, it's like if you're a cop. Yeah. You have to tell us if you're a feverman. I'm a feverman. Oh, well. God, that's got to be hard because Matt's a feverman denier. <laughs> God, how are you guys friends? I'll <laughs> tell you how they're friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I thought we left you on the last show. You'll never leave me. I'm back forever. Um, <laughs> welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side. <laughs> um, okay, let's let's do this. Dr. Burke takes the crystals from the feverman. Mm-hmm. Because f- they have come off of him. They because, have come yeah. off of the feverman. They're like they on have the broke. floor. Yeah. yeah, they broke when he got crushed against the post. And now the feverman knows he is dying. So he has to have Dr. Burke take up the mantle. Take so up to speak. The, well, take the stuff and and take care of the daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's all we know. So he's right talking now. him through. We know he's talking him through helping the daughter. Mm-hmm. So he does the the magic, the white lights and gauze reappear, and so does the blob, mm-hmm. the 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 fever. Oh wait, you didn't get to the part that you wanted to about the the total creepiness. Oh God, yes. So this part right here was a real nightmare for me mm-hmm. because number one, something he says you're gonna have to fight him. But don't worry, it's got a wounded arm. Yeah. And I'm like, what? How did yeah. Okay. Uh, well he had he had its arm behind its back if you didn't if you didn't see. Okay. Oh, I didn't. But then he's telling uh the fever man is telling the doctor what to do. And it's like, touch her leg. Move your hand slowly up to her. Like, no. The kneecap. Yeah. Nope, nope. nope. Touch her supple forehead. <laughs> <laughs> it was like they had other things written, yeah. and the censors were just like, "Just nope, say this nope. instead." Yeah. yeah. Need her shoulder rib, rib cage <laughs> <laughs> headband. <laughs> Put your fingers in her earring. <laughs> Stroke. Her chapstick. <laughs> Kiss her on the zipper of the back. <laughs> Kiss that back zipper. Mm. Well, this is T pain. <laughs> it's super disturbing. Yes. Yeah, it was it, it was very creepy. Yeah, it was just the kind of thing if I'd been watching it with you guys, I would have been looking at you and like, is this this is this is weird, right? It's yeah. super weird. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, again, I wrote weird porno. Yeah. <laughs> so he gets the fever back out of her, though. Fever monster's back. Back, baby. He's back, baby. And now the, the fever man is yelling at the doctor to mix it up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, get in there. Scrap a little bit. Do the last thing the fever expects. <laughs> <laughs> also, don't worry about your own health. Wrestling and inhaling fever juice. Because <laughs> this thing looks gooey. It, it does. Oh, it it looks really gross. does look gooey. Yeah. This thing is covered in KY. I don't. Yeah. I don't know how and you would get a hold weird, of this thing. Yeah. It, it it looks like one of those muscle figurines. Yeah, oh, yeah, it does. Just a bulbous muscle figurine covered in KY jelly. Yeah. Did you guys ever see nothing but trouble? Yeah. Yes, very it much looks, like that it too. It looks like the Dan, the babies. The Dan Aykroyd here. Yeah. Well, Dan Aykroyd played a bunch of characters, but yeah, the the babies. Yeah. Ugh. 
gross movie. You know, he actually had to direct in those suits on the days that he had to wear them. Oh, God. Yeah. Take pretty, me seriously. I made Ghostbusters. Uh, all right. Dr. Burke, best the monster. I'm not sure how. Somehow, but, yeah. We yeah. It just right. sort of falls over. It yeah. falls over, gets absorbed into the crystal, is my guess. Yeah. Because it go- if it goes into the air, everybody's in that house is dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the daughter immediately comes back to life. She, uh, Mr. Mason comes down, gets her. It's like, yoink. And then leaves them downstairs, the fever man and Dr. Burke. And then the fever man says, Requiescat and Pache. Rest in peace. This To the fever or himself? Himself, because okay. that's when he dies. And I just I really wish that he would have slow motion turned into a pile of bones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is again another piece of hand fi- ham-fisted writing because he's just like, You're the fever man now. Uh, whenever a fever man dies. Or or it becomes mortally wounded. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That sound good. Or just doesn't want to do it anymore. It's just kind of tired. That's when the crystals fall off of it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you get to keep have. And the then whoever's standing next to him just sort of has it. You you got it. So we'll so see you later. The... We'll see you in two dollars. <laughs> I'm out of here. I'm gonna just shuffle off this mortal coil. And the, I, did we say that the um, the crone came down and was like, hey, you got another customer. Here's a whiskey. Yeah. I wrote down at this point, I was like, wait, it's a Highlander situation <laughs> <laughs> where there can only be one fever man. And then and then she goes. I always have taken care of this. <laughs> yeah. Why is she getting into it now? <laughs> I don't need your bullshit, ma'am. I'm maybe, just becoming a feverman. Maybe she's a witch, and she like created the the crystals. The, the crystals, and it's like that's the price for it. Is you? That's what you have to do. You know, once you once you have the crystals, that's your you job. Can't get rid of well, it. charge high, pay high, baby. Yeah. Live buy high. Smoke weed every day. 420. Blaze, blaze, blaze. Puff, puff, pass. Get in them guts. <laughs> them guts being... Buy low, sell high. Being that sticky icky. Yeah. <laughs> Dank meme. I am the yeast of thoughts and minds. Uh, anyway. I liked it. I liked this app. I liked this app. I thought this was a good kickoff. I liked this better than... um. The official first episode of uh, Tales was A New Man. Which was real bad. Which was, was not the, good. Was the first one, like the unofficial first one, Trick or Treat? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I liked that this had a monster in it. Mm-hmm. I did too. Yeah. And I thought that the the monster was actually good. Yeah, mm-hmm. it looked good. Uh, Dick Smith was a consultant, consultant on this. Consultant, yep. Uh, would this monster have scared you when you were a kid? No, it would have. So. It would have put me off just because it looked gross. Yeah, with like all the barnacles and yeah. stuff on it. I thought it, w- it would have creeped me out. It would have creeped me out. I think, yeah. but uh, I don't think it would have scared me. Scared me. Um, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't wake up at night with that thing. You know, being the thing I was afraid was in the closet. You know, writer's room. Would we fix anything? It's a pretty. I'd, I'd take out the the pedophile stuff. <laughs> yeah, and I think I'd find a specific way or reason to kill the fever, because the the vague hand to hand combat seemed sort of weird to me. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, let him get distracted by Doctor Burke walking in, and he drops the special knife or the the crystal that he uses to kill him or something, and that's when he gets a hold of him. Yeah, yeah. I, there there was something about. With the the whole legend of the fever man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that was kind of missing in terms of like how it dispatches right. the fevers. Like I didn't mind that it draws the fever out and the fever anthropomorphizes. Yeah, no, I thought that was cool. That was fine, but it was just like but then he half heartedly wrestles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was death. weird. 
Uh, Jen, give us a scale. A scale of one to ten great big stinking grandmothers of a sickness. How many... How many great big stinking grandmothers of a sickness would you give this episode? I'd give it six and a half. I'm at seven. Oh, I'd give it eight. Look at that. Yeah. Uh, you can get in contact with us at T from the Dark Side on Facebook and Instagram, TFTDS Pod on Twitter, TFTDSPod.com is a website, and TFTDSPod at gmail.com or T from the Dark Side at gmail.com i thought it was t from the dark side t from the dark side and t from the dark side at gmail.com if you like the email uh we're going through it man we're doing it monsters just started yeah um i don't know what to do with this part anymore i think we can still try to enjoy the daylight Daylight. well we try to enjoy the daylight yeah Yeah. Bye. bye transmissions from the dark side is hosted and recorded by jen hansen matt rose and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side. And on Twitter at TFTBSPod. Email us at tfromthedarkside at gmail.com. Until next time, time. try to enjoy the daylight. daylight.